Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double Doink. Tonight is December 5th, 2023, uh, where myself, Meredith, and Michaela are going to be going over week 13 in the National Football League. Indeed, it was an interesting and one. And give our predictions for uh, week 14. Um, can we just start with what the fuck with fucking injuries, man? No. I'm <laughs> just... I'm... Never ending, man. Veto. Never ending. Denied. Numerous injuries have changed the landscape of the National Football League this year. Yep, yep, Almost yep. gave Josh a freaking heart attack on Sunday. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Um, records uh, leading into the week, uh, we had the Am Doinks. I still beating Michaela? I'm at 110 and 70. Meredith oh, was at 105 and 75. Michaela's at 103 and 77. Dave is at 102 and 78. We'll talk about that at the end. Uh, across the field, Maybe. Jimmy's at 125 and 55. Tiago's at 116 and 64. JJ's and Ryan are at 114 and 66. Angel's at 113 and 67. Brad and Brian both sitting at 111 and 69. Jen's at 108 nice. and 72. Mike is at 103 and 77. Potter's at 92 and 82. And Jeff's sitting minus week one at 113 and 51. Hey, no one's under 500. Because remember, Dave was in charge last year, but in a 500. I think Angela mm-hmm. was under 500, maybe at least for a little bit in time. So we're we're all doing pretty good the this year. The only one that's pretty close is Potter. Yeah, but he's still got a ten game. He's, gonna he's still got a ten over. game lead. But the thing is, is you could have a really bad week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, speaking uh, of bad weeks, let's starting get into off it. on Thursday night <laughs> no. football, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Seahawks put up thirty-five points. They look promising. They look mm-hmm. fantastic. Geno plays really well. Zach Charbonnet plays really well. DK and J- uh, JSN both play really well, and they still fucking lose to the Cowboys. 41 to 35. For a Thursday night game, man, this was so good, and I was watching that. It was so good. So good. This is the best Thursday night football game, followed by probably the worst, worst Thursday night football <laughs> and this game. This could be flexed to non exist and just have an. We'll talk about that later. But, anyways, this game was so good to watch. I mean, defense was practically non existent here. Um, but holy crap, this was such a fun game. And then to start it with the touchdown from DK for 73 yards. Um, uh, DK had six catches for 134 yards and three touchdowns. That's almost a Randy Moss game. It was... Uh, what? Did you just say R.A.P.? Yeah, it's when the Patriots were good. Oh, I thought you meant Randy Moss. I was, I was like, like he's still, still alive. Way alive. <laughs> I was so confused. But anyways, I mean... DK, I mean, Brand was getting burned all freaking day. Poor Deron um, Bland. I mean, by Metcalf, by Smith and Jibba. Um, it was just, man. But, I mean, you could say the same thing for the other side, for the Cowboys, obviously. CD Lamb was going off. Two carries for 30 yards, 12 catches for 116 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown. And let's not forget Ferguson, man. Ferguson, six catches, 77 and a and touchdown in this Brandon game. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is coming Cooks back a, a little bit. in this bit. game, yeah. Man, this was just a really this fun game. This was a very good, this was a good offensive football game. Exactly. If you're I mean, a fan of defenses, do not watch this football it, game. <laughs> Honestly. If you're a fan of defenses, don't watch any of these games this week because the games that were low scoring just blew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, up next, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Houston Texans. The Texans win this game 22-17. to um, This game had one of the... I hear stairs behind me. 
He's fucking back, fuck? baby. What's up? Oh Do you know? I had a feeling. No one told me. I've just been checking location, and I noticed Dave I was in town. No, I told you I had a feeling he was coming tonight. I told you. Um. Have to do it as CM Punk, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um. Hold on one second, guys. Well then, this man <laughs> decides to return on the week there was no Chicago football game. Damn straight. Makes sense though. Makes sense. <laughs> um. Anyway. Welcome back, Dave. It's been a minute. Yes, it has. It's like CM Punk. I'm here for my triumphant return. I'm not here to fr make friends. I'm here to make money. <laughs> I'm here to make money. Which we don't make. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you back, buddy. Uh, okay, is this like a consistent thing? Or? Yeah, most likely. Yes. Like everything's getting Fuck back to yes. Me. Everything's getting back to me having woo, Tuesdays off. Woo. So. You hear that, y'all? Yeet. 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 Trademark. Yeah. Yeah, it's trademark. Now he can't use it. <laughs> can't use it. Now I'm gonna um, get my ass roasted for being a Jordan Love fan. Anyway, if you, you want to have a did. very good week, I can't. Anyway, I can't say anything. If you want to throw anything in on the Seattle game, on the Dallas game, um, um you can. Really we didn't much, really get into really much, much else. Not really much to really say except for the fact that uh, Dallas looked good. Yeah. They look consistently looking good. Yep. They have probably you could argue the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, I can agree with that. You can, you can argue they're the best quarterback mm -hmm. in the league. They probably have a sneaky MVP pick in Micah Parsons. Yeah. Um, You can make an argument as a defensive player, him and Miles Garrett <coughs> should be getting votes this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And if Geno Smith was 100%, I think Seattle sneaks that game. I can agree. His elbow being all banged up, you mm -hmm. can see that at the end of the game. Yeah. Making bad plays. And, you know, you burn the corner, you burn the corner, you burn the corner. The guy's going to make a play. He's made five returns so far this year. Six, I think. No, no uh, it's been five. five. It's five. Yeah. I think he wears he number set, six. Yes. He, okay. he set the NFL record. So you figure, That's right. oh, they don't have, you don't have to worry. There's no cornerbacks on that team anymore. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, Diggs goes down and this guy steps up. Teron Bland just becomes yep. him. Yes. He He's just Timothy. Him. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving back to Denver versus uh, Houston. Uh, biggest, biggest issue with this game was the loss of Tank Dell. I mean, we've been talking about um, possible all the injuries, offensive man. rookie of the year candidate. I'm not gonna say he's gonna. He would have won it no, because CJ Stroud was there too. Um, but man, him going down—that's what you get for a five foot six receiver trying to throw a block on the line. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, just a recipe for disaster. But Dell is done for the year. Um, even if it was IR situation four weeks, they would have shut him down. Yeah. Um, because with that kind of an injury, he wouldn't come back in time for the playoffs if they make the playoffs, which with what happened on Monday night, it's a high likelihood now. Um, it's become a three-team race real quickly. Yeah. Um, but no, this uh, Nico Collins shined to this game. Nine catches for 191 yards and a touchdown. Um, off. CJ Stroud played well again. Um, 274 yards on 16 passes, as uh, 16 completions out of 27 attempts and a touchdown. Did I cut you off? He has 3,540 yards on the season now. Isn't he the passing leader now? Or is he's, it still Sam Howell? I think he's, <laughs> I think it's still I think Sam he's, Howell. I love that. You got two quarterbacks who are just throwing the ball to save their lives. Exactly. Sam Howell's on pace yeah. to break interception and sack records this year. Mm -hmm. Both. You know, two records held by Houston Texans at this point. You know, <laughs> you don't need that in your fucking resume, but it mm -hmm. is what it is. But um, I feel bad for Denver. Denver had this game. 
Yeah, they did. You had this game. You were down at the goal line, and then you go and throw. On a third down. You had one more down. Yep. And I understand the panic. Like, defense was in the backfield immediately. Mm-hmm. He, he, just, to, he just, he just had to let like, it. ah, here we go. He had to let it, yeah. I mean, Russ threw three picks in this game. I know. And he's been playing well, too. He's been playing really well. Denver, he's been cooking. After, after they got a, <coughs> a 70 steamer placed right on their chest, they've come back and they've played a much yeah. better mm-hmm. style of football. Yeah. Yep. Defense has showed up. Um, they're a sneaky 500. No, they are. Um, you just Sam, Well, Sam ha- Sam Howell came under. Um, Sam Howell only passed for 127 yards this game, in the game this week. So, C.J. Stroud was 274. So, C.J. Stroud is, um, since the first time since at least 1950, a rookie has led an NFL in passing yards during any week of the season, and no rookie has led the NFL in passing yards for an entire season since 1939. Yeah, when the forward pass was invented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it, like 117 <laughs> yards that season for passing yards? Probably. It was a running Everyone game. was still yeah. doing the wishbone offense, which essentially is the fucking brotherly shove. Yep. <laughs> oh, you yep. mean the move that's going to be outlawed eventually? Yeah. It shouldn't be, but... It sh- it I agree. Be, but knowing it should Raj- be, but knowing Roger Goodell... Um, I mean, he has the whole season scripted anyway, so... Yeah. All right, ladies... <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers taking on the New England Patriots in New England. Chargers win this game six to nothing. I had to come back specifically for this game. Josh can attest <laughs> to it. I fell asleep during the game. So are you ready I was for some, wide you awake. Ready for some Dave Andre knowledge? That which we team, suck? <laughs> which team in the NFL has given up the fewest points in the last four weeks? Uh, Patriots. New England Patriots. 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 What's their record? 0-4. It is fucking pathetic. There is not there was not a single baseball game this year played by the Red Sox versus the Dodgers in which less runs were scored. Than this game in points. <laughs> Did you know that? We've Did hit you know rock that? bottom. No, you haven't. Oh no, you haven't. No, there's now, still when you put a long third, way to go. Wait until your third string quarterbacks in there. Wait until you guys don't score a total of seven points for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's it is, probably gonna happen. It is. As a Bears fan, holla fucking luya. Finally, <laughs> finally. Well, with our six and zero loss to them, the Patriots are now the first team since 1938 to lose in three straight games where we held our opponents Under to 10, 10 points or less. It's ridiculous. This is what complimentary football is all about. Mm-hmm. If you have a competent quarterback, a competent quarterback. Which I can't Mac e- Jones. Actually, I can't even dog Mac Jones for this. Mac Jones has been through three offensive situations in three seasons. Mm-hmm. You had him at. Everyone was talking. Second coming of Brady. Second coming of Brady. We made the playoffs with Mac Jones. Oh, my God. You remove an offensive coordinator who knows how to teach quarterbacks, and what happens? Immediately. Immediately, he starts to regress. You put in an offensive mind coach, and Patricia, who knows fucking jack shit, was was coaching the exact same team that Dan Campbell's coaching right Mm -hmm. now and coaching them right into the fucking ground. Exact same team, minus Aiden Hutchinson and Laporta and stuff like that. But coached them right into the fucking ground. Okay, now we bring in the other fuck stick, and he can't do anything. Bill O'Brien can't do anything. If Josh McDaniels had not left the Patriots, this would be a this would legitimately be a four team division had Aaron Rodgers not gotten hurt. No, you have four teams all battling right around five hundred mm-hmm. throughout the whole season. But McDaniels, which I wasn't even here for the firing, <laughs> fucking great. I, another one right there for Dave Andre. Check, but. It's just pathetic. It's pathetic how everyone has turned on Mac Jones so quickly. It is... I don't want to harbor on this. This is the Mitchell Trubisky effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A head coaching staff gave up on their quarterback. 
kept moving him from offensive system to offensive system to offensive system, killed his confidence. Doesn't matter where Mac Jones goes now. It, does, it doesn't matter. His career, is, his career is dead in the water. He will be a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. just like Trubisky is in Pittsburgh. Actually, Trubisky is the starter now. Yeah. Because we'll get to that injury later because it's just fucking. Let's not play on natural gla- grass. Let's get everybody hurt. Yeah, and <laughs> Let's Trubisky, just give everybody broken legs. And Trubisky yeah. is facing the Pats this week. Yeah, yep. exactly. He'll, actually, he has good numbers against the Pats. He does? He does. Mm-hmm. He torched the Pats the time he so, played with the Bears. I was just curious, looking at the rest of the Patriots' schedule. We're not. There's, there's no. a high possibility that we're not going to win. The only no. game could be the Jets at, at uh, home. Nope. To end the nope, season. Nope. At, Steelers, the only game. The Jets. at Steelers versus Chiefs. That's the Chiefs. only possible game game that we could win every other game's a loss at Steelers versus Chiefs at Broncos at Bills versus Jets you know what you know what the Bills Two and or 15. the Broncos would have to really really choke on it for us to beat them it's the the only game is the Jets it's legitimately the only game that we could win and that's it every other game's a loss it's only because if they somehow are maybe in like a somehow if they squeak into the playoffs they, or the last game is Simeon. for the playoffs yeah. Then, then they have to play. Well, no, I'm saying them. they just cut Simeon, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they just, okay, we're just going to throw you in the pocket and let you get sacked six times. Okay, let Kalias Campbell just run now, run you over. Now you're cut. I hope you enjoyed that game check. Now, uh, who's, um, oh, I, I read earlier who they brought in for him. Well, did you know, though, that the Chargers set their franchise record for the fewest points in victory with this game? Because their previous record was seven points, now it's six. They could have scored three and would have beaten the Patriots. Exactly. Yep. He could have scored, they could have scored two. Could have been a safety. Exactly. But, but so, no, realistically thinking for next year, who do you think we're going to trade for for a quarterback and send Mac Jones off to where in the ether? Well, I'm thinking we've theorized Garoppolo. they're going to trade the picks, the pick for yeah. a quarterback. I don't think we should go into the draft because we tried that once. No, we're not going to draft another quarterback. That's just ridiculous. So, you are drafting a quarterback. You just you're drafting got, Drake May. Correct. You are because tra- you're not going to get trading down. Caleb Williams. In. You are going to get Caleb Williams. You think? Oh, oh, oh. It, because if Chicago takes the one they're taking Harrison Jr.? Oh, God. Oh, I am so <laughs> excited got- to talk draft. But <laughs> we'll get to that when we finish all the recap. As far as the Patriots are concerned, trading back from two. They're going to yeah. keep two. Arizona blew it this week. Arizona mm-hmm. winning that game blew it. They're mm-hmm. not going to have two. They were the only chance in which the Bears were going to trade back. Mm-hmm. Is if if Arizona stood at two, the Bears could have realistically kind of played the trade game against Arizona. Neither one or two were going to stay put if Arizona was there. Now the Bears hold all the cards. Mm-hmm. Do they need a quarterback? Do they want a wide receiver? Do they want an offensive tackle? How do they want to build? That's really the question you have to look at. With the Patriots, they got to take a quarterback, but they're not going to take Caleb Williams. The kid is fucking soft. Mm-hmm. The kid is soft. I'm sorry. And he'll get eaten alive by Boston sports media, by Boston mm-hmm. sports fans. Yeah. They'll eat him alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need will. somebody who's got some gumption. Drake May or the kid from LSU who keeps oh, just yeah. putting up numbers. That kid. He performed what's really the, really well. Uh, um, Ewers from Texas. Is he a junior? Yeah, but he's not coming. He, well, no, I know. I'm saying yeah. he's a junior, so he's going to be next year's. Yes, he'll be next One year. of the next year's top guys. Correct. Which... It just sucks that quarterbacks are always a top guy and they're going to be coming into situation. Like, who was a quarterback that talked about it? He said the most demoralizing thing was that he lost more games in his first season as a professional player than he ever did from his freshman year of high school through his senior oh, year of college. Isn't that Trevor Lawrence? I think Lawrence said something like yeah. that. He goes, it was so demoralizing to come into the league and I lost more games 
in a in, in yeah, a Lawrence, five week span than I ever lost. Lawrence, now. I think, lost from freshman year of high school through college one, game. one, one yeah. or two games. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So with Clemson, because he went undefeated through Clemson. I think lost one or two games, yeah. and maybe the Natty or whatever. And it's just one of those things. You, these guys are going to come <laughs> into situations where they're going to be losing. How do you handle losing? Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, came into a very losing situation. Turned it around. That's what happened with Bryce Young. Happened with Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Happened with Joe Burrow's first year. I can say it was very hard for me. I am a Clemson fan. When Trevor Lawrence was winning all those games in college, and I was so excited to see him play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then, suck. I was like, Well, he also fuck? came in under Urban, Urban Meyer. fucking Meyer. Yeah, yeah. That you too. can put a lot of blame on that. Oh, you can. Because when so. Doug Peterson comes in. It's a different story. And he's exactly. and they're Shit's a playoff kiss. team. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to get to that game. We're talking. We just said it. Patricia versus Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. It's all about mm-hmm. what you present. Mm-hmm. What you're the same thing with Texans right now with D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan. Yep. Bill O'Brien ruined that team. You can't really blame Lovey Smith for what happened with the Texans mm-hmm. last year. The only thing that the Texans can hate Lovey Smith for was the fact that he basically fucked them out of the first pick. Yes, and, the, and that was just him giving his tip to the cap to the Chicago. But Bears. at this point, <laughs> at this point, I think they they lucked out. They lucked out with CJ Stroud falling to two. Well, they. You guys have obviously seen the reports. Frank Reich wanted Stroud. He didn't want Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So, like, they got lucky that the owner from Carolina wanted Bryce wanted Young. Because Young. Mm-hmm. you get C.J. Stroud and offensive play, offensive rookie of the year for mm-hmm. the NFL, you might have an argument that Anderson's a defensive rookie of the year. You could put him up against Jalen Carter mm-hmm. from Philadelphia. But, I mean... This is almost a New York Jets situation. Mm-hmm. Where Garrett Wilson and uh, Sauce. And Sauce Gardner. Yep. So, and they didn't just have Garrett Wilson. They, they had, had Bre- Brees Hall, too. They had Brees Hall as well before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Houston's building something down there. D'Amico Ryans loves seeing it because he was mm-hmm. a great player, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, up next, we got the Detroit Lions taking on the New Orleans Saints. The Lions mm-hmm. win this mm-hmm. game 33-28. to They almost let this game slip away from them. If they nothing. did. Yep. If they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Angela probably would have had a conniption. I would have had a conniption for Angela. I'm, I'm rooting for the Lions at this point. Kamara had himself a game, 14 carries, 51 yards, two touchdowns, six catches, 58 yards, and a broken leg. Like, what? And he is in stable condition. Not his, the sideline judge that he yeah, ran into and snapped the guy's leg. snapped his leg. Stable condition. Yeah. He's good. But so the only sideline altercation we're going to get to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll get to. We're gonna have different opinions about. No, this. I know. No, I 100 percent agree. <laughs> um, um, no, Lions, man, they just don't like playing with a lead. They're up. No, they wanted to give like, it away. Let's let them back in it. What the yeah, fuck? But, but they might have found their tight end for the future because with nine so, catches oh, for 140 yards and TD, Sam Laporta had one of the biggest games ever by a rookie <laughs> we thought tight end. They, we thought they were lost when they got let go of Hawkinson. I know. And, and then they the pick man. up Laporta. This kid is a. But you nut. know, he's from Iowa, right? I believe so. I believe he came out of Iowa. Hey, tight end, whatever. Tight end you, whatever it might be. Yeah. But you know who CBS is comparing him to? 1961 Mike Dicka's year. Really? Well. And Jackie Smith from 63 and Pete Mitchell from 1995. Yeah, Laporta's playing nuts. David Montgomery is an incredible pickup for him in the backfield. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been able say? to talk yeah. about that what yet. I say? I mean, he stomped all over us when we were leading a game. Yep. You know what I mean? We shouldn't have lost that game, but it is what it is. Yeah, I have actually found myself rooting for the Bears this <coughs> season at some points, and I still feel bad for you. <laughs> um, I think Derek Carr is hurt again. Well, He's yeah, because James is not hurt. 
I'm sorry. I didn't like the flag on that play. Let him hit. Yeah. Let him uh, I was having a discussion at breakfast, and I watch a lot of rugby at Family Ties now. It's always on the TV. Really? Yeah, it's always on the TV. And I've come to the conclusion that if you're going to play football, if you're going to start at the youth level, kids shouldn't be wearing pads. No, because rugby teaches you how to tackle correctly tackle with correctly. arms and shoulders. Wrapping, yep. bringing people down. So I believe, wrong. I believe you start with your two-hand touch, your flag, so this way that kids can learn a little bit about a loose technique. 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 Where to put your hands to avoid all these ridiculous holding penalties that we're seeing all over the league nowadays. That yep. In some games they get called, in some games they don't. Officiating's great. <laughs> but I think once you get to like that youth football age where you're in that 10, 11, 12, I almost feel like rugby should be the, the next American sport. I feel like, again, it teaches you how to wedge block. It teaches you how to work as a unit, especially big guys, offensive linemen. You don't necessarily need to have all these pads as protection, and it teaches you how to hit. And once you know how to hit somebody with nothing on, you then don't use the pads as a huge safety net. Like, oh, I can just throw my weight around, and then, you know, the worst thing that happens is you get apprehensive about something, and that's where injuries happen. <laughs> Car got blown up. But it was a good... It was a clean hit. It was a good form tackle. He wrapped him, and, okay, he drove him into the ground, but no offense as a defensive player, your goal is to kind of kill the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, no one talks about the Brady hit from years ago when the guy from Buffalo absolutely oh, yeah. murdered him. And Brady yep. shot Brady just right pops back up. Right up. He's like, I'm concussed. No, I'm not. They went back to playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or when, was it, Mo Lewis basically killed Drew Bledsoe? Yeah. Put a, yeah. Hole, put a hole in him? Like, so... It's good to see Detroit winning, but they really cannot be cardiac cats when it comes to playing the elites in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They cannot do when it. When they start getting in the playoffs, they need they, to they get gotta, leads and hold if, leads. If you get a lead and you allow a team to come back, mm-hmm. if, if you get a 21-point lead and you allow San Francisco to put, come back, San Francisco is going to run right through you. They're going to beat yep. you. Philly is going to beat you. The Cowboys are going to beat you. Detroit, you're going to win your division. There's no reason you shouldn't win your division. Now, just... Do the right thing. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You got Chicago this week. Should beat them. I mean, it is what it is. You almost lost them already once on your home turf. Just continue to do what you do. Don't let teams get ahead of you, and don't let teams come back. Fuck He's not wrong. Up next, Atlanta Falcons taking on the New York Jets. This game finishes 13-8. to They're, The Jets are just in an offensive This game right at one point has the game. score of 2 to nothing. Yeah. Do you know the Jets have more first quarter safeties than they do first quarter touchdowns? <laughs> this year or in, in general? This year. I love they that have for them. More first quarter safeties than they do first quarter touchdowns. Yeah, he's not wrong. It's ridiculous. Because <laughs> since the Jets didn't get in the end zone on Sunday, that means they still only have 10 <laughs> touchdowns for the season. That's the lowest number by any NFL team through 12 games since 1990. And that's with the Patriots having a game with no score. Wow. But since the 93 Bengals. Hold on a second. I wow. See. Yeah. The, the, Jets, the Jets offense is so bad. And the worst part is, is their quarterback who was on the field wasn't even the worst quarterback. Desmond Ritter. Oh, yeah. Sucks. He is. I mean, he the surprising part is, is he didn't have an interception today. No, Wait, I, did he have a fumble, though? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think he did. Which is... No, he did fumble it, but he didn't lose it. No, he recovered so, it. So he co- recovered it, which is extremely surprising. Which blows this dude... my mind that they started Ritter when they had t- said Heineke is the starter. Is Heineke hurt? 
the Bears should trade Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons. Really? Yep. For and what who? would you get in return? Calais Campbell. So I believe the Bears should get the Atlanta Falcons first round pick. Okay. okay. I think at that point in the draft, you'll be able to draft another quarterback. I think there'll be somebody on the board. Okay. But I think Justin Fields should be moved from Chicago because, once again, the offensive showed with Fields on the field or with Tyson Bajant, it was moving ball kind of similar. And if you're not going to let Fields ball out the way he should, it's going to allow Atlanta to move things around so this way that mm-hmm. they have weapons who can get utilized that Desmond Ritter just doesn't utilize. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Um, Poor B. Kyle John Robinson. Pitt. Drake yep. London. Johnu Smith. I mean, they've got weapons. And I'm not saying Chicago doesn't have And do they weapons. do it now or after the season? After the season. Mm-hmm. After the season. I think the Bears will, are going to end up having three first-round picks by the end of the by, by before the draft. They're, they're going to have theirs, Carolinas, Carolinas and, Atlantis. and Atlantis. And I think they're going to get more compensation for Justin Fields as well. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's going to be like a first. Um, I think maybe they'll, they'll be able to get like a fourth. Think they could get Cordero back? No, I don't oh. want him. I don't want him. He, I love him. I think he's great. But I just I, when you have Cordell Patterson, young way cool. <laughs> we have we have a good backfield mm-hmm. as it stands right now. I do like our backfield. Deontay Foreman has been playing very well this year. Um, the rookie that we drafted, he's been playing well when he's been on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Khalil Herbert has played well when he's on the field. Yeah, just it's one of those things. You've been cycling injuries all yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. A lot of teams have been cycling injuries this year. Exactly. But if I was Chicago, that's the first call I would make as soon as the season's over. I would... I hate it that this talks about firing the head coach. Because the head coach is a defensive-minded head coach, and ever since he took over play calls, the Bears' defense has turned around. They've been playing better ball. They have. Just looked at what they did last week against Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Even though everyone said it was one of the worst Monday Night Football games of all time, I love... Defensive football. I loved watching a low-scoring game, hit hitting all over the place, turnovers being forced, sacks. It was a lot of fun for me. Did they blow the game against Detroit? Sure, but they played three solid quarters. Mm-hmm. And ever since again, they fired their defensive coordinator, and you've allowed Eberflus to make play calls. The defense has been a lot better. It sucks that Eberflus is going to be fired, but if you're going to fire Eberflus and bring in Bienemy, bring in a quarterback with Bienemy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just the way I would do it. I wouldn't keep Fields for... having Fields learn Bienemy's system. I don't see it meshing because now you're just throwing more information on a quarterback who's already struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's had to deal with multiple head coaches. Multiple head already. coaches. Well, not even multiple head coaches. He's had to deal with multiple, multiple play calls and schemes. and mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. So if you bring in the enemy and you can bring in a decent defensive-minded coach who can utilize the 4-3 system, mm-hmm. don't change. Don't go to a 3-4. Stay in the 4-3. You've got the talent around you. You know, Thank you, Philly, for Edmonds. Um, it's just one of those things where you have the players – Try to re-sign Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson's having a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. You've got the you've got Briska, you've got Eddie Jackson in the back, you got the rookie who's been playing his mind, uh, Stevenson who's been playing his mm-hmm. mind off on the other side. You've got the back four. The front seven's looking pretty good. You just re-signed um Sweat to a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. So you've got your edge rusher. Let's make something happen. Yeah. Shake um, it up. When you said Stevenson, it reminded me something to jump back a couple of games. Ramondre is out for multiple weeks uh, with an ankle injury, I believe. Might as well just keep him out for the rest of the season. Great. Mm -hmm. More fantasy football debauchery. And I'm still mad at Dave for helping a certain someone with her fantasy football team. Oh, she's playing fantastically. Like one or two. Who got made fun of for the Jonathan Taylor pick? You. 
<laughs> you knew what he was doing? Right here. Coming back. Exactly. I knew it. I called him when I made the pick. I'm like, guys, he's coming back in four weeks. I'm going to have he did. Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Oh, I want to put one as a swing? Okay. Give me a break. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I had Kirk Cousins. And you got Pat Mahomes. And I got Pat Mahomes. Who's not having the best season, but it is what it is. I still got Pat Mahomes. He's, he's still a good quarterback. <laughs> he's still Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Um, up next, we have the Arizona Cardinals. The fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up next, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cardinals on this game 24-10. Uh, Pickett goes out injured in this game. Where's uh, his injury? Ankle. It, ankle injury. Oh, is it a broken or is it a Ankle sprain? surgery. He's oh. out. Yep. Trubisky's the starter. Probably the remainder of the year. Well, what kind of surgery? Didn't even put up bad numbers. No, he did. Eleven for seventeen, one hundred seventeen yards and a touchdown. Honestly, if anything, just came in a little too late. I mean, Najee and Jalen just didn't do anything. Well, it's good to see that this they're actually bad. using Najee now. Yes, yeah. I agree. Fuck Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see he's finally gone. Yeah. True. Say la vie, Matt Canada. Did, I mean, we saw the game after. I just what need happened? the Steelers to win two more games. They should win one this week. They just need to win <laughs> two more games this year just to keep Tomlin's record. Oh, and they yeah. will. And they will. And you know what's the funny thing is I was going back through my notes from earlier this year and somebody happened to pick the Steelers. I mean, I blew it out of proportion, but I did say they were gonna go fifteen and one or sixteen and one or They should win stupid. the next two. They should but beat the Pats the and the thing Colts. Was is I had a lot of faith in the Steelers this year. Mm-hmm. I had a ton of faith in the Steelers. They're always gonna be good. You got Mike Tomlin as your fucking head coach. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. I did not expect Matt Canada's offense to be so Play eggs. bad. How do you have a winning record in so far this season? You've only outgained your opponents one time. And that's after you fired the fucking guy. That's, yeah, true. That's it. You haven't had a 400-yard offensive game in three years? Until this year. Until he gets fired. <laughs> like, what is this shit? The game after he gets fired, Kenny Pickett looks like the next coming. Yeah, exactly. And then he gets hurt the next game. Yeah. So, um, Kyler was... Mid. Mid. 13 for 23, 145, a touchdown. Connor and Connor Connor did play really well. 25 carries for 105 yards and two touchdowns. But again, if you don't have to play crazy when you're just coming back, and no offense, the Cardinals are playing themselves out of a... Out of a good pick. pick. Out of a good, uh, out of a top pick. So. Mm-hmm. And Trey McBride played well, too. Eight catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. Shows that the, the loss of Ertz... It's really too much of a loss. They still got a really good tight end. Yep. Yeah. And the position. And I think that's probably why they moved on from her. Ertz. Um. Up next, the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans lose. Wait, rewind, because I've wanted to know this for weeks. Dave, where do you think Ertz is going to go to? Where do I think Ertz is going to go to? Yeah, where do you think he's going to end up? Because he got released. So there's four teams in com- in conversation for him. It's Casey, Buffalo, Baltimore, Philly. I I was thinking Baltimore since Mark Andrews is out, but I want to know your take on it. So we can pretty much write off Buffalo. I think Buffalo season's done. Um, Josh Allen just continues to make mistakes. And they also have Kincaid. They don't and need. They have um, I don't think he's gonna go back to Philly. I agree. It would it, it would be nice. You it's know, it's a slap in the face to Goddard symmetry. and to Ertz. Yeah. Um. The most sense to me is with the injury in Baltimore. Yeah. I think it makes the most sense. Nothing against him. Isaiah likely is not a number one tight end. He's no, not. But the other side of it is Ertz is a tremendous blocker as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if you bring in a, a tight end who is more of a dual threat like that, mm-hmm. it allows Lamar Jackson to be more of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. It allows him to utilize He's his a legs. very similar player to Mark Andrews. Correct. Sim- I think smaller body. 
I think a little bit, yeah. A little bit bigger. But, again, at the same time, if you got somebody who can block, who can get downfield, who can catch those intermediate routes, who has to keep the linebackers honest if he comes off the line, again, it just opens you it up. You saw how he was action. utilized in Philly. Yeah, correct. He was utilized the way that mm-hmm. they utilized Mark Andrews in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I'd love to see him in San Fran. Oh, that would Opposite be good, too. Kittle. Opposite Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. yeah. I'd love yeah. to see that. Two of those, both those guys blocking for CMC. Yeah. I promise you, I that, you right now. Those mm-hmm. screens would be crazy. Figure screens. I would turn around. I would put Ertz. I would put Kittle. And I'd put Trent Williams on one side. And I would just hand the fucking ball to CMC. <laughs> That's a wall. All fucking game. Oh, CMC, you're tied? Just hand it to Debo Samuel the Good rest round. of the time. Brock Purdy have to throw five passes. It'd be like the Mac Jones game. Because I mean, you can use yeah, right. you can use Ayuk in the backfield as well. Yep. You can, at worst case scenario, use just Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. Hey, just play the fucking Wildcat. Yeah. Boom. Just let him line up in the Wildcat. Hey, we're going left the whole time, guys. Try to stop us. And you just have fucking Trent Williams with three guys. Just okay. I'm just gonna bear hug you. Did you see? You. Okay, I know that we're jumping ahead. Do you see how Kittle blocked two guys on that last touchdown for yeah, CMC it's or for Debo? You ever see, you ever watched the the video of Kittle pancaking a guy and then rolling over the and zone? laughing? And yeah, he loves it. And if you again, if you have those two guys and then Trent Williams, who the fuck is getting through that left side? Who? Seriously, I, I God's God's hand. I don't think anybody. I don't think there's a, def- a defense who could get through there. I don't care if you would have Micah Parsons and Jalen Carter and T.J. Watt and Nick Bosa on the same line. You're not getting through that left side with those three guys blocking for somebody. Mm-mm. He's not wrong. And then when Josh said KC, I'm like, why is he going to go opposite? Travis Kelsey, that doesn't make zero sense. Because he's an opposite kind of player. He's an opposite player. It makes sense. When you want to run a, a running play to Pacheco, yeah. who just fucking trucks people, yeah. Yeah. we'll get to him in a little I mean, it's it, it's the same thing. Again, I'm going back many years, but when Gronk and Hernandez were drafted, they were two different mm-hmm. style yeah. tight ends. Hernandez was a catching. Yeah. Gronk could was catch, a, but also was a incredible blocker. You got to remember, her, um, Gronk's, one of Gronk's worst injuries... When he broke his arm, he was blocking he was out blocking. a fucking extra point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's what got him hurt. So, that's what he does. You know, uh, he lucked out. He was able to become more of a receiving threat. But Well, that's s- after uh, someone some, went to jail. Yeah, something <laughs> happened to somebody. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, I know you're excited about Shaq Leonard. <laughs> okay, I will, to my defense, that was not me saying, hey, look, Shaq Leonard just signed with the Eagles. That was me reporting Shaq <laughs> Leonard to the Eagles. I'm. How do you feel about it? Do we need more linebackers? <laughs> you need defensive back help. I was going to say. Yeah. Because he's not, he's not as fast you know, as he used to be. You know when things so. fucking went south? When Debo was running Matt. The- Avante Maddox went out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, That's when it went south in our secondary. When you, uh, when you guys didn't re-sign certain people. CSJ, he leaves. Treyman Edmonds, he leaves. Like, come on. Like, you're letting these guys go we, who you develop. So, we need, uh, we need Tremaine Edmonds. CJ Gardner-Johnson was our best corner last year, aside from maybe Slay. Slay's been here and there. Yeah. We bring back Bradbury, who's a fucking waste of space. Um, personally, I'm not a huge fan of James Bradbury. Yeah, he makes plays. I'm happy we kept Blankenship. He's a great player. I'm happy you bring in Bayard, but he's still learning the system. I just, I don't like the idea of bringing in a linebacker who was released by a team who's in a division race. There's, there's a reason why they cut his contract. And I know they did the whole Shaq Leonard, um, what's it called? Um, appreciation day. Yeah. Um, on Sunday, which is nice. 
But he went to two teams. He went to visit the Cowboys and he went to visit the Eagles. And clearly he signed with the Eagles. But there's also a reason why he also didn't sign with the Cowboys. Everybody wants to say that he left the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys just didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just didn't see it. And I know the Eagles need help on defense. They're mm -hmm. middle of the pack to bottom of the pack in a lot of statistics. Yeah, in, right now. in one of, if not one of the best defenses last year, Has is really... now sitting middle pack. Yeah. And uh, again, it's just a matter of that we still have a very explosive offense. Mm -hmm. But when we go up against defenses, mm -hmm. i.e., what we did this week, yep. it shows a real kink in our armor. Yep. Mm -hmm. It does. You KC crumble. has a middle ground defense. We're able to come back from that. Buffalo has a middle ground defense. And an offense who just loves to give the ball away. Exactly. They had a very Detroit game. Yes. Where they had a lead, a big lead, and just fucked it away. Yes. Plus, we have the best kicker in the league. That, that helps, too. <laughs> 59 yards Chicken and downpouring rain. Chicken Little? God. Chicken Little. Yeah. Didn't um, you miss the tangent? Anyway, speaking of in, uh, Indianapolis, Minshew. we have the Colts taking on the, <laughs> the Tennessee Minshew Titans. Magic. Uh, Colts win this game in overtime, thirty-one to twenty-eight, on a last-minute field goal by Matt Gay. In the overtime period. In the overtime period, Gay um, was good. Matt Pitt, uh, Michael Pittman had eleven catches for one hundred and five and a touchdown in this God, game. Fucking Minshew. Um, <laughs> had two hundred yard receivers in this game. Like what the hell? He had three hundred and twelve yards passing. <laughs> Like, on twenty six I mean, on twenty six completions, just shows how kind of. But yeah, know what? DeAndre Hopkins still got it, seventy five yards against the Colts, and he has twelve thousand and seventy two for his career. And at thirty one years and one hundred eighty days old, Hopkins is the fourth youngest player to hit twelve thousand yard mark, trailing only Randy Moss, Julio Jones, and Larry Fitzgerald. He had five catches on twelve attempts, but he, he still had, has but it. He still got it. He had just under 50% completions. Where receivers go to die. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, Derrick Henry, trucking people still. 21 Close. carries, 102 yards, and my two touchdowns in this game. Um, <laughs> Levis did throw a touchdown. Record, by the way? I'm just curious. Yeah, Hold on, I can get up. that right now. It's, <laughs> it's Julie's no, team. No, I played her, so I have it literally on my phone right oh. now. Uh, nine and four, she's first place. Yeah. Yep. She's in first place. I guess I should play fantasy more often. I am, uh, I, I I am six and seven. You, owes you some money. I am I'm also six, six and seven, seven after losing to Michaela this week. But I also had um, Nick Chubb and Mike Williams go out in the first three weeks of the year. Hey, I'm coming back. I was three uh, games no. under 500. And so if I ready? win this week, I'll be Josh Palmer's on IR. Christian it's Watson's questionable. Um, I just lost Tyre, uh, I just lost Trevor Lawrence. I lost Ramondre Stevenson. Zach Charbonnet is all doubtful. I'm fucked for the rest of the this, year. I've just is, given up. This is my IR at this point. Amari Cooper, Dallas Goddard, Demario Douglas, Dalton Schultz, Kendrick Bourne, Joe Burrow, and that's in the league with Tiago. <laughs> with our other league, that's actually a lot of money. Stevenson's out for the rest of the year pretty no much IR. at this point. And then, uh, freaking, you got, I have Mike Thomas from that. NOLA, Aaron Rodgers on IR since the beginning of the season. And I'm pretty sure I have someone else out too. Pretty sure. Don't know who. Oh, Mark right? Andrews. Uh, Mark yeah, Andrews is on IR. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Oh, it is. I'm just curious. That's about great. Do, 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 do. Oh, cool. I guess I draft healthy people too. <laughs> he does draft healthy people. I Julie owes him some money. <laughs> um, up next, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Washington Commanders. The Dolphins are winning the American League, American Football Conference. Oh, the AFC. Yeah. They're ridiculous. 
If Tyreek. it's not the Ravens, it's the Dolphins. I mean, the Ravens did have a bye week, so, you know. Well, this is the second straight week that the Commanders have surrendered at least 45 points in a row. But they're the Commanders. And Washington has only given up 45 points in consecutive games one other time in franchise history, and that's in 1954. Well, you play Miami. Devon, when Shane is back. Devon Achen is back. 73 uh, rushing yards on 17 carries and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Tyreek. Uh, Tyreek, two carries for minus four yards. <laughs> Five catches for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. I mean, what? Well, Shane now joins Hall of Famer Gail Sayers as the only player in NFL history to score nine touchdowns during the first six games of their NFL career. Uh, I think there was also a pink, uh, uh, a gink six in this game. A gink six. Um, I think gink had a uh, a pick six in this game. Oh yes, yeah. Van Ginkle interception picked off Sam Howell and uh, brought it back for a touchdown. He did. That was that's a name. Amazing play. Amazing play. Uh, The gink. Yeah. So I. So, I still want to hold preservation on the Dolphins because they're going to need a home playoff game mm-hmm. in order to advance in, in this. Um, they should get the two. They should, but... The only time they would play away would be against Baltimore if it got that far. But then who's going to come out on top, Lamar or Tua? Lamar. Uh, uh, that game would be a really fucking fun game. It would be a really fun game. I don't know how I feel about the Dolphins. Their offense is otherworldly. It really is. Tyreek Hill. I know. He's only like 400 and so- 500 and something yards away from 2,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right now sitting at 1,481 yards in the oh, season. So 519, 519 yards from 2000. with seven games left. I'm sorry, five games left. He's going to he hit it. it. He's he going to hit it. He should hit it. I guarantee you they're going to get to a point in the season where his name's Mike, right? Mike, Mike McDaniels. Yeah, Mike McDaniels oh. is going to be like, okay, we're getting Tyreek to 2,000. Just keep going to Tyreek. It's going to get to and that And then point. teams are going to realize they're going to keep going to Tyreek and double the motherfucker, and Jalen Waddle yeah. will go for 200. Yeah. <laughs> or a chain, and but Tyreek, uh, Mostert will but go Tyreek for... But Tyreek has made some really good plays in double coverage, though. It's just fast. It's ridiculous. Exactly. If he gets any open grass, he's, he's lightning gone. McQueen. If you're, see, this is what I don't understand about defenses nowadays. Like... Why aren't you pressing him at the line? Like, why aren't you on top of him? Yeah. Bumping him off his route. You have five yards to bump the guy. Bump him off his fucking route. Slow him down. He's Force him to the sideline. He can't touch the ball if he's the first round, if he, if he mm-hmm. steps out of bounds without repositioning himself in bounds. Like, use the sideline. You have a barrier. The, the thing is, McDaniels puts him in motion so much. I mean, that's how we got that 75-yard <laughs> touchdown as he that's went like in motion Debo, too. and went all the way. You see Debo in motion yeah. all the time. Nobody, it's a small but fast But nobody guys. gets on the line and nobody checks him. I mean, he, I know they get on top of you real quick, but you are given five yards. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're afraid yard, of the holding calls that they've been calling a ton of? Fucking destroy him. You can do whatever you want in the first five yards. You can't hold him. Yeah. Fucking body check him. He's a small guy. Put a big corner on him and just have the guy body check him. I don't see why you wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be your defensive strategy to slow down Miami. Mm-hmm. If you can throw him off his route just a little bit, it helps your pass rush get to Tua. And I'm not saying Tua is a statue in the pocket, but Tua isn't going to do what Lamar Jackson does. He's mm-hmm. going to do what Justin Fields does. He's not going to improvise. If the He's all about timing. If you watch Tua, it's as soon as his back foot hits, balls out. Every time. And he doesn't. He, knows he pounds the, the ball down the field fast. He knows fast. where the receiver's gonna, receiver's gonna be. You think, oh my god, he's throwing it into coverage. Oh wait, nope, there's Tyreek. He's come, He's blazing right by to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. 
bump these guys on their routes. Get up on the line. If you're afraid they're going to blow the top off you, guess what? They're blowing the top off you when you give them the five fucking yards. Take the five yards, bump them at the line, and make them adjust on their routes. I think it, I think if a defense came up, Baltimore is one that comes to mind. It's really physical. I think if a defense came up and did that to Miami, it would really throw a kink in their armor as far as how great that offense is. Oh, and the scary thing is Raheem Moser. Have you seen the players that he's um, older than that aren't in the league anymore? It's ridiculous. He's older than Le'Veon Bell, who's not in the league anymore. He's older than... Um, there's like four or five running backs that they were kind of listing. And they're like, oh yeah, he's three years older than this guy. Five years older than this guy. And it's like, wow. Mostert's 31. Yeah. yeah. He's older than Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. He's older than Todd Gurley. It's ridiculous, dude. And the guy's putting up career numbers with, mm-hmm. with the Dolphins right now. It's great to see. It's insane. Up next, San Francisco 49ers at Philadelphia Eagles. The Niners win this game 42-19. to um, We had him in the first half. No, you had him in the first quarter. Oh my God. First quarter. Wait, he's older than Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. Yes, there it was. Wow. Those were the other two names. Yeah, Joe Mixon and um, Ezekiel Elliott. It's ridiculous. And I thought Zeke's been in the league for fucking ever. He's been in the league for eight years? Yeah, this is eighth year. Who? This is uh, Mostert's Elliot. ninth. Because he was seven with Dallas, and this is his first year with us, so first and only. Oh, I found I found the legit tweet that you were talking about: okay. Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, Melvin Ezekiel Elliott, and Joe Mixon. Yeah. Wow, it's ridiculous. That's insanity. Sorry. Good on Miami. Anyways, we can't beat San Fran when they have a quarterback. It's just. Oh, we've we've made it to your sadness. It's, it's just what it is. You Brock Purdy is a fucking animal. You cannot go into. A 49ers game thinking you're going to kick field goals and think you're going to come out. The 49ers look at you going up 6 nothing as, oh, we'll be up a point very soon. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. they look at it. Were you so excited to talk about your birds that you just skipped over the Panthers and the Bucks? Who cares about that game? Oh, yeah, I did skip that. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> Bucks Evans. win 21-18. to 18. Well, I mean, it's great that Mike Evans has now had 10 consecutive seasons with 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. I think that the, he's the first player to ever do that in which he starts his career first 10 years with 1,000 yards. Jerry Rice didn't do it. Randy Moss mm-hmm. didn't do it. Terrell Owens didn't do it. Chad Ochocinco didn't do it. Julio Jones didn't do it. All these great receivers that you're listing. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So it's really great that he did get those numbers. And think about the quarterbacks who were throwing to him. Think about the garbage who was throwing. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, only, he only had three years with Tom Brady. But so Jameis Winston, James Baker Mayfield, Win- Baker Mayfield, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. Yep. Like he didn't have stud quarterbacks thrown to him except for three years with Tom Brady, and he's still putting it up this year with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Mm-hmm. Your MVP. <laughs> Two years ago, <laughs> 167 yards. It's great. I I love it for Mike Evans. I really do. I, he he continues to show that he is a Hall of Famer in this current age of wide receivers. Even mm-hmm. though wide receivers kind of always have to be second or third ballot. Mm-hmm. He he puts up another he puts up another thousand yard. He'll only be behind Jerry Rice for all time thousand yard seasons. Rice had fourteen. He's the all time leader. Mm-hmm. He's tied right now number two with Randy Moss with ten. So And my poor favorite uh quarterback is just I mean not quarterback, wide receiver is just shitting bricks. Feeling. The pot. Panthers. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Panthers are just securing that number one pick is all they're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. For Chicago. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Two years in a row they've given it to us. I love it. Um, But, yeah. Niners, 42. Eagles, 19. Um, McCaffrey, again, we were talking about him. He's Hall of Fame company at this point. Oh, you're talking about Evans? I'm saying McCaffrey because oh. he just said McCaffrey. 
You think McCaffrey's already Hall of Fame company? He has 50 rushing touchdowns, 27 receiving touchdowns for his career, making him just the third player in NFL history to hit 50 rushing scores and 25 receiving And ones. he played with Carolina. And he joins, <laughs> and he joins Marshall Falk and Lenny Moore. He played with Carolina for a, a good bit of years. Yeah, he was drafted there. And now Brock Purdy's kind of being tossed around for MVP. MVP, MVP yeah. I could see it. Because he had 314 yards and four touchdowns against the Eagles. He now has four games this year where he's thrown at least three touchdowns and recorded a QB rating of at least 140. Yeah, Only th- two other quarterbacks pulled that off, which was 2007 Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in 2011, and, and they, they both, both won, won MVP. MVP. Yep. I mean, Brock Purdy was perfect last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a perfect passer rating, 158.3. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the Eagles, you cannot kick field goals mm-hmm. when you get down in. They weren't in the red zone. They got down into that green zone, yeah. the 30-yard line. But you you cannot kick field goals, especially when you're facing a defense as tenacious as the 49ers, mm-hmm. especially when you're facing an offense that's as explosive as the 49ers. Again, the 49ers look at you going up 6 nothing as, okay, we're up a point because we're going to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when we're going to score that touchdown. And they did. As soon as the Eagles um, kicked their second field goal, 49ers went down, and I believe they scored a touchdown. Yeah, we on the, answered. On the very next um, – no, they them? punted. The Eagles punted, and then the 49ers said, okay, game over, touchdown, touchdown. And you yep. just ran They scored up. on six straight plays. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six, six straight, straight possessions. It's, it's one of those things. Um, um, Three-touchdown game uh, for Debo. Um, McCaffrey had a touchdown. Ayuk had a touchdown. Juwan Jennings had a touchdown. Um Moody only had to kick extra points in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say... We would do a loss. <laughs> it's not that you would do a loss. It's that you should actually have more losses. Mm-hmm. But through either... Bricks for, bricks for hands in Kansas City. A guy should have caught that fucking ball mm-hmm. in the end zone. Should have caught it. I mm-hmm. can't believe it. You're, you're an NFL player. It hits you in both hands. Catch the ball. Um, so that one, you should, you escaped. You really did. Um. That's MVS, right? Yeah. Like, how do you drop that? How do you drop that? And how many years has that man been in the league now? MVS has been in the league four, for a while. Four or five years? He played with, uh, Rodgers. Rodgers. Yep. Like, you should be, used, you should be used to catching hot balls. Deep balls. You know I mean? And deep balls. Um, my thing is, where I give the Eagles an out in this game. Oh, you're giving them the out? I'm giving them an out on one ground. They've played three games, I think, in 13 days or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. It was 3-13 and 13 or 3-15. and 15. So they played a lot of games in a close window. Monday, Sunday, Sunday. The 49ers had 10 days rest. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they had a Thursday night game, and then they were off until this game. So the 49ers came in fresh. The Eagles did not. Because so, we played two 4-30 games back-to-back. It's not like we had an early game mm-hmm. and then a late game. Yep. No, you... You played a lot of football in a short period of time. Against tough competition. Tough competition, and then you have even tougher competition coming to you. With all that being said, if these two teams are playing on a neutral field come playoff time, which it isn't going to be a neutral field. It's either going to be at the link or it's going to be at San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen one of two ways. This 49ers team is going to put up another Mm 40-burger based on the Eagles' defense. Mm Mm-hmm. Offense, I, I love the Eagles' offense. I love A.J. Brown. I love Devontae Smith. I love what they're doing Pink shoes. as I'm, an entire unit. I'm not saying we're lo- missing a huge piece in Dallas Goddard, but, but we're missing a big piece in Dallas Goddard because he's that short checkdown guy. When A.J.'s covered, Devontae's covered, DeAndre's covered up yep. um, in the slot, 
Goddard's there. Mm-hmm. He makes himself available for four, five, six-yard receptions. He, he does. But you cannot have a bottom a bottom seven defense in points allowed. Okay? You cannot have the worst defense in the NFL on third downs. They are the worst yep. third down defense in the NFL. If you cannot get off the field, mm-hmm. it creates problems. It really does. And I know, again, we can go through their schedule. They've faced high-powered offense after high-powered offense after high-powered offense after high-powered offense. I mean, if you're thinking about the four-game stretch, isn't it? They had Dallas, they had Buffalo, they had Kansas City, and then they had... So our, oh, our quote-unquote... Right? The um, last four. The murderers row. Yeah, so we had a gauntlet, quote-unquote, from week seven through till this coming week, which was Dolphins, okay. Commanders in Washington. Yep. I agree. Cowboys by Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. Okay, so if you really look at all those games, you were facing high-powered offenses. And even if I jokingly say I didn't count the Redskins, Redskins, um, divisional matchup, divisional matchup with Sam Howell, who was leading the NFL in passing yards. And sacks. This week. And sacks. Correction, sacks. So, it's just one of those things where you're, you're giving up a lot of opportunities. But we spoke about it earlier. How many of those opportunities are you really giving up now that you're missing certain pieces that mm-hmm. were in place in that defense for so long? Again, you're missing your defensive coordinator. You changed you changed him this offseason. Defensive and offense. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking defense because the offense yeah. has looked pretty good. Yeah. I'm just talking defense. So, defensive coordinator, out. Star middle linebacker, out. Star safety slash defensive back slash um, cornerback. Out. Stop. You faced him. Hargrove. Hargrave, yeah. Hargrave. You faced him. You let him go. And you let him go to the fucking competition. Mm-hmm. By to, the way. To, to draft Jalen Carter, who's been playing great. I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Carter. But we're now getting to the meat and potatoes of the season. You saw how how um, unmistakably necessary Javon Hargrave was last year. Yes. No. Yes. Matters and, paying the guy. And and the thing is, we're getting to the meat and potatoes of the season where these young guys, your Andersons in in Houston, your Jalen Carters here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is traditionally the end of their season in college. Okay. They still have another five, five games. Six, mm-hmm. seven games to go. How are their bodies gonna hold up with all this added wear and tear that they're not familiar with? Is Carter gonna have to start rotating out a little bit more? That weakens your defense even more because you're going to be putting a player in at his spot that necessarily shouldn't be there, who may not have the same strength, same mm-hmm. skill, same brains. I mean, I love the play that he tried to make on Patrick Mahomes spiking the ball. I love that fucking play. Mm-hmm. He dived for the ball to try to intercept it. That was ingenious. I've never seen a defensive player do that. But that's part of part of being young and thinking of new ways to make yourself relevant on the team. This is true. So I, I'm very interested to see where Philly's defense goes from this point because they're going to Jerry World this week. Mm-hmm. So And well, last year, Jerry World was a, was nightmare. a nightmare. But we had Minshew at quarterback yes, last you did. year. You did have Minshew. You didn't have we him. have Hurt. Somewhat healthy. So long as he's healthy. Yeah. yeah. Because he's been fighting that knee injury all year. Yep. And he just went through concussion protocol. He passed it but very so- quickly. <laughs> Might I add, but we do go to Jerry World. Goddard should be back. Mm-hmm. Our team is ninety percent healthy because we're still missing those big big names on D. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're out for the year anyway. So, yep. 
Well, Christian McCaffrey finally hit a thousand yards in a season. And that's finally the first 49ers. That dude's not done it before? Nope. First 49ers player too. I was going to say that he's that always number been injured. Since Frank Gore. Yeah, in, in like 2014, yeah. Wow. But Frank Gore. He should still be in the league. I he should. I mean, he's how a old journalist. Definitely could he now. Be? Frank Gore? Like 30, I mean, he's got a son 38. in college. Isn't he? Right? No Frank Gore Jr. to Frank Gore because he's not, but isn't he like a, considered a geriatric football player at this point? No. No, because he was playing in the league last year. Yeah. yeah. He was 40 years old. He was a Bill last year, yeah. I think, or a Jet. I don't know. I think it was Dude Jet. was killing it last yeah, year, Yeah, he was still performing really the, well. Two, he's in the top five in rushing all time. Yeah. Like, the guy's an unbelievable running back, and he get, he racked up some And he was a journeyman. Because of... Well, he wasn't. He was only a journeyman for his last couple of years. He was a 49er for most of his career. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, Sam Howell up to 58 sacks. He's gonna we, break the record. I we, thought it was gonna be just the field this have, year. We have 18. Well, no, it's 76 for the record. So if he gets 18, he's at the record. Yeah. Right? And he's got five games to do it. With that, that offensive line, that's just been. Uh, uh, he at least he at least has to hit six. Well, there's five games left, so he at least has to get it's over like five four. sacks. It's each like game. five and a half, it, no, like five point something. No, it's not. If he has 18 sacks, he needs in five, five games. Oh, sorry, three. Sorry, it's like four sacks yeah, a game. Sorry, and that's easy. Mm-hmm. All he does is go up against the Chargers, so Khalil Mack can have another seven sack game. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, how, is, how is he leading the league in sacks? By the way, what the fuck? <laughs> and the weird stat about him is. He has, I think it's seven games this year in which he has zero sacks. Wait a minute. They've played. Khalil Mack leads the league in sacks, and he has, I think, seven games where he has zero sacks. All because of one game. Seven sack game, yeah. I'm looking. Um, Up up next, the Brownies taking on the Rams. Uh, Rams win this game 36-19. Joe Flacco is the quarterback (laughs) for the Cleveland Browns. What world are we living in? Um, Where he throws two touchdowns, uh, 23 uh, completions uh, for 254 yards. He did throw a pick. Jerome Ford um, played well in this game. He had a three-catch game with 33 yards and a touchdown. Six games with zero sacks. Wow. Oh, missed it. He won't get one this week. Um, yes, he will. <laughs> it's Bailey Zappi. Oh, sh- no, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Wrong one. team. I'm sorry. I was gonna sorry. Say Wrong team. Got yes, one. he just played. He just them. got one. Okay. So. I wonder. Hold on. I'm I'm going back. I want to know who the Chargers play this week. Chargers this Little week. Mac has 14 sacks on the season. Yeah, it's Chargers play the Broncos this week. No, the six. Then you get one. No, is it? So they play yeah. the Broncos, the Raiders, oh, gonna, the Bills, the Broncos, the Chiefs. He's going to get a sack against the Broncos because yeah. Russell Wilson has been getting sacked a lot. Anyway, let's fly yeah, through these last two games here. Um, like I said, Rams beat the Browns 36-19. Stafford played well, uh, 22 for 37, 279 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Kyron Williams rushed for a touchdown in this game and then three reception, uh, receiving touchdowns, one by Puka, mm-hmm. one by Koopa. And one by uh, uh, Demarcus Rob. I can't and do it. Puka or Koopa. Koopa. Amari Koopa is hurt. Um, Demarcus Robinson uh, got a receiving touchdown in this game as well. Um, Puka's going to be the number one next year. Yeah, you think Cup's going to get moved or he's just no, going to play as a team, W? I think uh, he's just going to move down to two. two. He's getting older and he had that injury last year that definitely set him back. Cup's been in the so. league six, seven years. And, and, it, and it's crazy how Matthew Stafford just continues to put up numbers no matter who his receivers are. Very true. Yeah. So Everyone gives consistent. credit to the receivers. Everyone gives credit to Cooper Cup and to Megatron. Mm-hmm. Who's throwing the fucking ball? Yeah. 
I mean, that's why Matt, Matt Stafford had, has a lot um, of high stats. He's up there. He also has heart because yeah. remember when he Broke popped his, his shoulder out? And he and continued still- to play and got that touchdown? Yep. Up next, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field on Sunday Night Football. My Lambeau girly was there. Lambeau did what Lambeau does. 27-19, to 19, the Packers win this game in the snow. Um, I saw a uh, Chiefs fan wearing a cheese grater hat. I think that's the highlight of the game for the Chiefs. Well, <laughs> no, they were playing good. In the f- they were playing good. They were. Just, the problem was, is again, you cannot kick field goals when teams mm-hmm. are scoring touchdowns. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't drive down the field and get into range and kick a field goal and kick a field goal. You can't score your first touchdown until the fourth quarter. Correct. And yeah, because you sorry. have Pacheco scoring a touchdown, and I believe you also have um, Noah Gray scoring a touchdown in this game on one. Oh, catch sorry, for yeah, two, two touchdowns. Yards. Yeah, because they didn't get the. Um... I just. Two point you can't conversion. swallow your fucking whistles and not throw your flags on that fucking deep ball. That is a pass interference if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. He got there early. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking. Forget about the hail mary in the end no, zone. No, yeah. You don't end the game on a pass interference yep. on a hail mary in the end zone. Agree. I'm talking about the deep post route. I think it was on a fourth down. I think you're right. Or third down, something like that. It was fourth or third. And the DB just drapes over him. Before the ball ever got there, and yes, he did get his hand in the way after he knocked all the after he knocked his arms down to get the hand in the way. It, that was a passing. That was a atypical pass interference. But I did love the fact that Jordan Love, no, Mahomes sat there and he didn't harbor on it on his press conference. Mm-hmm. He just said, "Hey, listen, should there have been a call? Maybe, but." You gotta let the guys play. If mm-hmm. you let the guys, you gotta let the guys play their position. Mm-hmm. And if you don't deem it a penalty, you don't deem it a penalty. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. And it sucks because Kansas City's been screwed on a couple of these calls so far this year. Then again, they've also benefited on one in the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. on a very tic tac call in the Super let Bowl. Let him go. Well, um, Lafleur loves December because right now Matt Lafleur is the coach for the Packers. He's undefeated now 16 and 0 in his coaching career in the month of December. That 16 straight wins means that Green Bay now has the second longest December winning streak in the NFL, trailing only the Chargers, who won 18 in a row between 06 and 09. Well, they should win out in December because they got the Giants, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Vikes. Let's go. <laughs> The I'm, just gonna, gonna love. I'm just going to come Bucks, become a Green Bay fan, Bucks, and Josh is going to hate it. Four games? Four games left in December, Okay. because the last one's on New Year's Eve. I'm going to lose to the Bucks. No. That's <laughs> fair. Mayfield's I mean, gonna, I love Mayfield's Baker Mayfield, but right. no. Um, Monday night football, we have the uh, uh, Cincinnati no. Bengals taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't want to talk about um, it. Ja- uh, Jake Browning. Bengals win this game 34-31. to um, in overtime, um, hand the Jags their fourth loss. Uh, T-Law goes out with a high ankle sprain out for multiple weeks. Um, with their backup, uh, backup CJ Berthard, who Berthard. is, um, um, I don't know what, I'm gonna what do the fuck myself. is the gingers, uh, Andy Dalton 2.0. Oh, okay. Oh, um, <laughs> the red rocket 2.0. 30 year old quarterback. He's um, 30. C.J. Beathard, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Jake Browning, 32 for 37 for 354 yards, a touchdown, two carries for 22 yards and a touchdown. Um, he also had one uh, minus seven-yard reception in this game. <laughs> and the only pick was thrown by Tyler Boyd. <laughs> yeah. 
over one. Over one. Over one interception. I'm sorry, but your your backup quarterback is going off. He had one of the he had art statistically the greatest game a backup quarterback has ever had in NFL history. He completed 85% of his passes, averaged over 10 yards in attempt, not a completion, and uh, I think his pass rating was over 140 or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And you decide to run a trick play with your wide receiver to throw back across the fucking field. Yep. Uh, yes. On those grounds, your head coach should be fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's the Bengals. No, I get it. I get it, but man... What uh, a stupid fucking play. Joe it was Mixon. by Josh Allen. Fun yes. fact. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Allen got the interception. That's awesome. Uh, Joe Mixon, uh, 19 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns in this game. Uh, Jamar Chase had one completion for negative seven yards. Oh. Um, <laughs> 11 for 12 on 149 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Um, like we said, Tyler Boyd had a pick in this game. Uh, wasn't on the receiving end of the pick. He was on the throwing end of the pick. No, I don't get it. If he's on your fantasy team, and he is your receiver. Do you lose points because yes. he threw a pick? Yes. On a stat line, he got a minus two points for a pass intercepted. Uh. Well, not on mine. Well, yeah, but technically because of his receptions, I have seven point two. Okay. Yeah, but you still get but, a minus yeah. two for his total because if he didn't throw that pick, he'd be nine point two. Which is, I love that. Good. Um, I'm happy that they keep it real. Evan Ingram, <laughs> nine for nine for eighty-two yards and a touchdown in this game. Um, and uh, Parker Washington, the rookie, uh, six catches for 61 yards and a touchdown in this game. ETN rushed for a touchdown in this game. I believe ETN, nope, I was going to say he's dealing with an injury, but he's not. Uh, but yeah, biggest injury uh, in that game is T-Law. It's unfortunate. I'm it's depressed. Unfortunate. <laughs> um, I am too. He's my quarterback. I got him and Geno. <laughs> I was a Trevor Lawrence fan. Back to Clemson, you weren't. I, I don't know. All I know is I got the lowest draft grade in fantasy football when we did the draft. That's but all I know. Julie's winning. Yeah. So I don't know how that happened. I don't Couldn't know. tell you. Anyway. Big brain. Um, You have big brain energy. Records going into week 14. I'm sitting at 119 and 74. Meredith's at 112 and 81. Michaela's at 111 and 82, as well as Dave. So they are <gasps> I'm beating tied Dave up. now? You've been beating both You've of them. you beating me. I thought I was, I was just say. beating Michaela. Oh, um, no, you no have offense, but... Jesus Christ, have you seen some of the games I've had to pick? It's like, yeah, I gotta take the Bears in this one. That's an L. Oh, wait. I gotta this take- isn't anything I new, got- people. That's you gotta- being a Bears fan. This isn't oh, I new. have to pick against the Vikings? Oh, there's an L in that, <laughs> one. that one. Oh, wait a minute. I can't pick Cleveland versus the fucking Cardinals? There's another fucking well, L. Right now, we can pick Cleveland because. I know, right now, we can pick Cleveland. It's a Sean's out. Can't. They're because he's the on the he's doing it based on they still the on the payroll. He's on the fucking payroll. Yeah, I mean Dave's not wrong there. I kind of agree with him. <laughs> he's on the payroll. I'm still picking. I don't up. care how good the team is. I don't care how much I love Miles Garrett and him swinging his helmet around, giving people. Do you see us. all the <laughs> shit that's stuck. been going yeah, on with his helmet? <laughs> Everyone was looking around like, I promise I'm not doing it again. Yeah, he kind of like stepped oh, back wait, like that. Because someone, because he got rewind. a he got a helmet in his hand the other game, and then the the defender had to take it out of his hand and be like, no, no. You did talk about the best part about the Eagles game. Oh, oh Jalen Carter? You forgot? No. no. The fucking douchebag who got fucking oh. Greylog kicked out yeah. of the game. Oh, oh. Wait, what? Yeah. Douchebag. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Greylog, whatever the hell his name is, threw the hand in his face first. Because uh, nope. Don nope. Wrong. pushed him. Wrong. Right. Exactly. Greylog went over the top with the body slam. I get that. Completely but Dom get it. Don stepped has no in where he shouldn't have. 
stepping on the field and putting his hand on oh, a player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. None whatsoever. Your player protection from fans, not fucking players on the field. Yep. Okay? That guy should have been kicked out of the game and Greenlaw should have been allowed to play. It's the same thing yeah. where they say a coach steps on the field and he gets a penalty. It's Mike Tomlin. was the same Mike thing. Mike Tomlin during that kick return, remember? Yep. Uh, gotta be like eight years ago it now. Yeah, the guy where he stepped out. Ravens, yeah. And he stepped on that little white line over there and the, the Ravens guy got a little scared and got tackled from behind and they fined Tomlin for that. Did they kick anybody from the opposing team off? No. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that that guy should have ever put his hands on a player on the field. Mm -hmm. Now, should Greenlaw have gotten a penalty for putting his hand in his face? I like how people saying he threw a punch. He threw a fucking poke. He poked the guy. Finger poke to death. Finger poke to death. He's like, poke, 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 poke. It's like, what the fuck? And I imagine Greenlaw's kind (laughs) of... The funniest thing is you just see the slow-mo and it just is Dom's nose. (laughs) He's like trying to pick it for him. He got a hanger. (laughs) I just... I imagine Greenlaw walked away from the situation, and all of a sudden he's turned around and he's like, game misconduct? What the fuck? That's why Greenlaw was over at the side. He was like, I didn't fucking do anything out of line. No. You're a player. No offense, but between those white lines on that field, that is your territory. Mm -hmm. That is... You're safe in there. Players protect players. Players protect players. Exactly. So, for somebody to basically put himself in that position to put a hand on a player is totally uns- honestly guy should be banned from the sidelines for the rest of the season the guy from the Eagles should be banned from the sidelines for the rest of the year there is no need for that guy to have stepped up and stepped on the field and put his hand on a player that's as simple as it'd be the same thing if a fucking referee did it mm-hmm. if a referee who's a side judge decided to grab a player by a face mask and pull him down to the ground you don't think the player's not gonna pop up and just pop him one in the face come on it, it, it's a it's just a bad, bad look for the NFL. And it's a bad look for the Eagles. First of all, they're a, a fan base who throws snowballs at Santa. We berated um, Vikings fans when they came for the NFC title game yeah, a just couple years ago. Yeah, just pounding them with snowballs and people are supposed to be proud of that. And now you got a, you got a, player, uh, a player safety guy who's picking a fight with an NFL player. I mean, there's no business mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. I, I will say... We were talking about referees throwing flags and stuff. I'm so happy they didn't throw a flag on that hit. The Swift hit. Oh, no. that was a clean fucking that hit. That was such a good Swift hit. Swift is heart to shit, but that was a clean, <laughs> that was a clean hit. hit. He's like, hey, he did everything he was supposed to. He tucked his head the other way, threw his shoulder in, and called it a day. I don't think I've seen someone get hit that hard since Reggie Bush got blown up by a Philadelphia Eagle, Leo mm-hmm. Shepard. <laughs> yep. Remember that hit? Oh, God. Um. Anyway, back to the records. Oh, okay. Uh, I had one other thing I want okay, to talk go about because we haven't really talked. I I've been listening. Mm-hmm. There's been no mention of NHL. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys suck. Yeah. No. Um. Did you guys see the game misconducts handed out the other day between I think it was the Panthers the and Panthers the Canucks. And the Canucks. Did you see? Was that? it that game? Yeah, it was the two Kachuk brothers. They got into a fight. Then everything just started. The way the brothers over. got into a fight. The brothers got into a fight. <laughs> everything started spilling over. Referee, so they break everything up. So I think the referee goes over. He goes off. Uh, Five minutes for goaltender interference. Uh, two minutes for goaltender interference. Two minutes for roughing. And then he goes red. Two minutes for roughing. And then everybody on the ice. Five minute game misconduct. That was ten minute game misconduct. Yeah, everybody everybody right, left the ice. Because yeah. it was the end of the game. We did. Did you see how many penalty minutes there were? It was ridiculous. They were down to like three guys on the bench at one point. Because there was still more game misconducts given out afterwards. What a fucking great game. I, I love hockey. Hockey is the greatest sport. 
If Hockey this year has been really, really it's good. It's been a lot of fun. Not, not Rangers just... look good. Coyotes. The Kings look good. Coyotes. The Yotes look good. Coyotes. Like, what the fuck? Coyotes drafted top, top two every year the last few years. <laughs> they're talking about relocation for that team. And now all of a sudden they're going to pull a season out of their ass? Like, give me a break. The Kings have finally got goaltending. Mm-hmm. Are you yep. kidding me? They fucking stomped Colorado the other night. It was gross to watch, but, I mean, I was like, okay, well, they got a goalie who can fucking I think spit the, on his head. The Rangers like, have one like of the Eddie best. Gordo from Tekken. You know what I mean? They have one of the the Rangers have one of the best pairings up front with Panarin and Zibanejad. Uh, Tampa Bay's going off. Kucherov is fucking Nikita Kucherov is playing out of his mind. He leads the league in points. Um, Edmonton has completely bottomed out. Uh, completely gone. They're not going to do shit this year. McDavid's going to get traded. Drysaddle's going to get traded. Bring McDavid to Colorado. <laughs> oh my um, god! Please. So I'll be honest. I've been playing fantasy hockey, and one of my biggest pickups. Unfortunately, he's hurt right now. One of my biggest pickups, and I fucking stole him, Kale McCarr. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I fucking stole him. Colorado is missing him so bad right now. So bad. The guy basically is the offense, and Colorado's dealing with so much nonsense. Mm-hmm. Sam Gerard is in league um, substance abuse protocol, so they're down him on defense. They're down Kale McCarr with injury. It's short term, but it's still you're down. It's a Kale lower McCarr. body injury. Um, Gabriel, Gabriel Landeskog. Lost him at the beginning of the... We lost him last year for this year. We're down a goaltender. We don't have our backup goaltender. Again, it's like last year. Injuries are Mm -hmm. piling up. But we still lead our division. Mm -hmm. We still lead our division. How fucking good is this team? There's a reason why they're the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. And hockey, again, hockey has been so good. Mm -hmm. It has been so much fun to watch. Well, now that Dave's back weekly... Uh, we'll get our. Oh, weekly. I'll be getting hockey in. We'll I'll be getting, getting hockey in, in because oh, yeah. oh, I'm loving, I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. Well, like just to throw in for WWE, did anybody notice that Matt Riddle announced that he had a kid? Yeah. After he yeah. like got divorced like last year, year and a half ago, has yeah, him uh, and his another girlfriend kid. had a kid or something? Yeah. Oh. Well, c- congrats! All right. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like pity clapping. Yeah, it was. But of course, like everybody from the E had to comment on it and be like, hey, congratulations, yeah. bro. What everybody's like, what the fuck? I want to know what Randy Orton's take on Matt Riddle is. I think he's so fine bad. with it. Yeah. He's got, his other, he's got his best friend back. He's got Cody back. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yes. How? Fucking what was Randy your take on Randy? Dude, is holy it? shit! So I said this when we were watching Survivor Series when he yeah. came back fully shaved, he bald, and everything. Yo, I was like. He was, I was like, there's Bro. no fucking way that he doesn't turn here. I thought he was turning heel. He was coming back it, as a face and turning really heel. It really sucks that I haven't been here to put us on tangents because I called Punk. <laughs> I fucking called it. I, I had a feeling at, you would say that. I called it at work. I was talking with my buddy at work. And if I had written the script <laughs> for Survivor Series, it wouldn't have been Randy coming back. Who would have been coming back? Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. He's not wrong. Yeah. I would have called Matt Cardona to come back. I, I have a funny feeling the indie god will be in the WWE eventually. His wife's mm-hmm. there. She's a champion. I think yeah. he, she'll definitely, he'll definitely be coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, But I would have liked that if you were dropping the hints. I know they dropped the hints about legacy and all this other stuff. Maybe even Ted DiBiase Jr. would have been a fun little callback. Yeah, but that's where my mind went. Was like, oh, it's a swerve. It's DiBiase. So I was unable to watch Survivor Series live. I I went to an event in uh, Mohegan Sun, so I wasn't able to watch Survivor Series live. 
but everyone blown up, and not just this crew here. No. Fucking every. We... Dave, are you watching? Dave, are you watching? I'm like, dude, I am out. No, don't spoil it. Stop, stop. I didn't go on social media for two days. Avoided social media because everything that pops up first for me is WWE because I've been staying very on top of everything that's been happening in WWE because my scripts are coming true, but um <laughs> everything just just was WWE. I'm like I gotta stay off social media. That's why I've been slow with my picks because half of my picks from everybody is on social media. Mm -hmm. So I have to I don't want to go through because I don't want something to pop up and ruin it for me. So I'm at work and we got a store full of customers. And I have Survivor Series playing on in the background. Oh god! So I'm I had watched up until the women's title match on my phone at home the night before but i got tired and i'm like all right i'm gonna go to bed i'll watch the rest of it when i get to work so men's survivor series is going on i'm like wow this is a really good match every match was good every yeah. fucking yeah match every was match good. was great triple h has not fucking missed a beat so far it's no. been incredible I'm watching the men's survivor series i see Rhea coming down with the briefcase i'm like oh that's a pretty cool idea for a cash in i like that and then Randy's music hits. Uh -huh. And I love how it was uh -huh. just a quick yes. match with Randy. I love how, like, there wasn't a ton of... It wasn't elongated. It was like, okay, Randy's match... The match is starting. It's over in seven minutes. JD McDonuts is a <laughs> fucking crash test dummy. The fucking bumps <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy RKO. takes. Not even the RKO. The That's fucking... Um, the Cody, um, yep, the yep. roads that he took on the table two weeks ago where he spiked his head into the table and Cody's like, let's do it again. And he does it again <laughs> to him. It's, it's great. I love JD McDonough. I love how he called that way back when he got called up the first time and him and Finn were having those discussions in the back. And I got a, I got an idea for Finn too. Once we get to the end of this tangent, <laughs> when they put, so they're celebrating in the ring, which brought back memories from last year at Survivor Series, mm -hmm. which, now Sammy and Jay are 2-0 at Survivor Series War Games, which is awesome. Um, so when they put the thing in the bottom corner, again, I had three customers in the store. I turned <laughs> my fucking back to them. I saw the thing in the corner. I'm like, this is a fucking... They're faking us out. CM Punk's coming back. Faking us out, faking us out. They panned back. Mm -hmm. When that fucking music hit, I popped at the store. And one of the customers is a big wrestling fan, so he's just sitting there salivating, waiting for me to fucking pop. I was like, this is fucking epic. Now... The promo he cut on Raw was very tame. Yeah, very it was. Tame. Yeah. It was very WWE, very CM Punk. It wasn't the pipe in. bomb. It wasn't the pipe bomb. But him looking dead into the mic and dead into the camera, no mic. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. I want them to start slowly peeling that onion. Slowly peeling that onion in which CM Punk is the bad guy. He's there to oh, screw, yeah. mm -hmm. screw over Without a doubt. Rollins is losing his belt because of Punk. Yep. And we are going to get yep. a Punk-Rollins feud yep. for a long stretch next year, we I are. think. We, I think I think the right thing would be to have Punk hit Rollins with a GTS. Damian Priest comes down to cash in the Money in the Bank contract. They open up the briefcase, and there's no contract. Because Finn has Finn comes the contract. Down with the other contract, cashes in, and takes the belt away from Damian. Breaks gets Damien out of Judgment Day because Damien's pissed. Yup. Damien turns Ooh. face. Damien turns face Ooh. to help Rollins. I'm no, to help Rollins. he turns face, which I think they've been leaning towards Damien being a face anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you get that Damien turn, and then maybe if you're going to put the belt on Damien, he takes it off of Finn. You give Finn a short title reign. Yeah. But Finn yep. should be the one who pins Rollins. And is that the mania match? Finn versus Damien, night one. 
Mm, no. That'd be a tough. That's a tough sell. For All me. of that Judgment Day that's is. That's a tough I sell. Feel like, I almost feel like that's almost like a back. I feel like Rollins gets cashed in at Mania, just like he cashed in at Mania. So he's yeah. defending. He wins. Yes. He's defending against whoever. Main event of night one. He's defending. Yep. He wins whoever he's defending against. Say it's. And again. Whoever wins the Rumble. Yep. Calls him out because we know Randy and. um, We're we're getting. We're getting Randy and. uh, Either one of them is going to be in the Rumble. We're getting Randy and Roman at Mania. At Rumble. At Rumble. We're getting them at Rumble. We're We're getting Randy Roman at Rumble. Okay, regardless. Main event night one, Rollins wins. Wins. Pan out. Yep. CM Punk's music hits. Comes down to the ring. I don't even think we get that. Oh. He just runs out? He runs out of the crowd. No, we're going to oh. get the music hits. Rollins is going to be standing in the ring. Wait, wait, and he'll come out from the crowd. From behind, Cheap shot. Picks him up. Go to sleep. All and of just sudden, standing over him. He just... stands over him and he just goes like this. And then all of a sudden, Judgment Day music hits. Here comes Damien. All no, all of Judgment Day okay, runs yep. down. All right, Damien goes to cash in. They open up. They open no it up. Fucking contract. And then Finn, Finn comes from be- Finn pocket. comes from behind. Hits Damien. Hits with Damien the with the other briefcase. Opens that up. That's there. Contract. All of Judgment Day is staring down at Damien because he's been the one kicked out mm-hmm. because JD's in. Yep. Damien's had issues with JD. Oh yeah, yes. But is CM and then, Punk now helping no, Judgment no, Day? No, he just, just has just a vendetta against Rollins. Like he, maybe he doesn't wave down. Maybe he hits him with the go to sleep. He just leaves the ring, walks out, and that's mm-hmm. where you get Judgment Day coming down with, yeah. with their own music. Yeah. And they kind of just pass each other in the night. Just like one of those things. And then you get um, Damien and Rollins at... I mean, Damien and uh, Balor at Backlash or something like that. Like a B pay-per-view. I'm not saying that that's not an A pay-per-view. I'm just saying that that match should be a B pay-per-view match. Yeah. In turn, you can write Rollins off of TV for a couple of weeks. You know, He can rest that back. Rest that back Punk a has bit. a big spot or something, Correct. and Rollins comes out and... Yep. Yeah, I think that I think that's a good way to write that feud to lead into SummerSlam. Punk has a feud with one of Rollins' buddies, Sammy, Jay, whatever yep. it is. Cody even, um, and then at that point Rollins comes out and attacks him, caught ending that match. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's got to happen at a premium live event. It has to yeah. happen at a big event. Yeah, it'll so, be at a Peely. It won't be at a Rollins match. Because I know p- something was going to happen between Punk and Rollins. Because when we were watching that, you had freaking Randy Orton a sitting in the match, unfolding a chair and be like, "Hey, bro, what's <laughs> up? Get back!" Well, and then Rollins is like standing there, flipping oh, yeah. everybody so, off and getting held back. Yeah. Well, so which I think that was real feelings, not kayfabe. One hundred percent. So, it. This is why I love what WWE is doing right now. It is an amalgamation of both. Mm-hmm. Every wrestler was warned that Punk was going to be coming back before, right when they were at curtain, walking down. Triple H told everybody, "Hey, Punk's here. He'll be coming out at the end of the match." The only two people who knew Punk was going to be at the arena were Punk and Triple H. He then told the guys when they were at the curtain, "Just so you know, there will be somebody at the end of the night." And it they were told CM that Punk. it. They were actually told it was CM Punk. Yes. Because so, I thought they weren't even told. I thought only Punk and Triple H were the only ones who they knew. They were the only ones who knew he was going to be at the arena. Mm-hmm. Then the news was related to the superstars when they were at Curtain that he will be coming out at the end of the match. Wow. So, as much as Rollins is exuding this anger, it is an amalgamation of him being kayfabe pissed and actually pissed. Shoot pissed. Because 
again, when, him and Phil Brooks yeah, are not on the best of terms. Best of terms because <laughs> Phil was burying the company the entire time he was gone. The entire time, ten years he buried the company. Even when he came back into talking smack for that short little time that he did it, he was burying the company. Rollins has built his entire. I don't want to say his entire legacy because he was a good wrestler on the indies and in ROH. But we don't recognize Tyler Black. We no, we know Seth Rollins. Seth fucking Rollins. Mm-hmm. If you look at it over the past years, who's been the mainstay of Raw? It's Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins. It has. It's been Monday Night Rollins. It it really has. It, it's actually been the Shield until yeah. you lost John Moxley. And Mox was the face of AEW for a while. Correct. Yep. And if you really think about it, the three best wrestlers in the world all came from the Shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rollins, Roman, Moxley. Because you have the one of, if not the best wrestler, one of, if not the best storyteller, and one of, if not the best badass guy. Yeah. Because yep. you have Moxley as the badass guy. Yep. Roman's one of the best storytellers of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Roman is one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. Yeah. So it's and three completely separate and entities. Just all yep. just yep. came together perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just how it worked. Now, I'm excited about the turmoil at AEW. Yeah, AEW's <laughs> gone downhill. You see Britt Baker? Which no. She, she like tweeted up. Um, she was complaining about all the airtime, and she's had no promo time this year so far. If you look at the promo, she's cut all year. She's had no promo time. I honestly haven't even seen any promos for Britt Breaker. That's, that's that, so that's telling you something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's one of the best promos in AEW. Mm-hmm. I haven't even even seen mostly. I haven't even seen anything promo wise for the women in general. Okay, so do not be surprised if come twenty twenty four. Everyone's talking about Maxwell Jacob Freeman, who's great. I love MJF. I really do. I think I think this whole mm-hmm. devil storyline's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy his wrestling. I've enjoyed his matches. I think he had one of the best bull rope matches of all time. I think his last man standing match against Daniel Bryan was incredible, or Iron Man match against Daniel Bryan was incredible incredible. Don't be surprised if you see a mass exodus of multiple talents going back to WWE because Triple H is at at the top. You mean and like MJF, Soraya, Britt Baker, no, Adam Cole? MJF's not gonna MJF's gonna stay at AEW. Adam Cole? Adam Cole I could see coming back. I could see Britt Baker Baker coming with him. But the first one that is going to be back in WWE and she will appear at the Royal Rumble is Mercedes Martinez. Is Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, I've been calling that. <laughs> Ever since we saw Kyrie Sane, Josh can attest this. Ever since we saw Kyrie Sane and I saw her pair Mercedes up- Monet. Monet, I'm not sorry. Mercedes But ever oh, since sorry, I yeah. saw Kyrie pair up with Damage Control, so it's like Oscar yep. and EO and, and, and that, and then out. Bailey's yeah. getting kicked out, but Charlotte and Becky put stuff together. I told Josh that it's going to come down to it's going to be EO. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I didn't. said it's going to be. <laughs> I said it was going to be EO, Oscar versus EO, Oscar. Kyrie Sane and Dakota Kai against the four horsewomen no, of WWE. I said that. No, you I said did. Sasha's I did. coming back. I did. You know who I saw <laughs> who is in conversation of potentially making a massive splash in the WWE? Who is another Japanese superstar? Oh, Kazuchika. Kazuchika. I don't want him in the E. I don't either. Uh, his, he, sti- his style would clash so badly with, with Shinsuke. No, it, it, no, his wrestling style. Everybody. I no, mean. I agree. He, he can't, I don't think he, he can is wrestle. strong style 100% Correct. all the way through. I don't think he could wrestle the WWE style. They were able to take Shinsuke Nakamura and they were able to make him into a WWE wrestler. I don't think you could do that with Kazuchika Okada. You know who I would love to so see? brutal on his body. That's why I didn't want Will Ospreay in WWE. He is beautiful in AEW. I'd love to see Sabre Jr. 
Zack Sabre Jr. would be fun. We've already seen him in the in the Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. He's unbelievable in the Cruiserweight Classic. I just... He has sports entertainment. Of, like... Yeah. He exudes it. Osprey doesn't. Osprey exudes... Professional pure, wrestler. Professional, technical wrestler. Just like I never want to see Kenny Omega in the E. Mm. I'd want to see Jay White. I've been wanting Jay White in the E for a while. Mm. And he's not happy with his booking either. He's been mm. very pissed off about the way he's been getting But yeah, I feel like one of the biggest jumps is going to be Adam Cole, though. I think Adam Cole and Roddy Strong. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Give me all of Undisputed Era back. Yeah, let's bring back Undisputed Era. I mean, with DIY doing everything that they're doing. And you know who signed to WWE? It hasn't appeared on TV yet, right? The author's a pain. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, I didn't see they're that signed. one. AOP's back, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're back. It's just a matter of when they're going to bring them back. NXT. No. Well, so no. Here's my thing, too. Since Triple H back is in control, and I know Soraya signed with AEW to like actually wrestle again, do you think she'll come back to nope. the E now? No. No? No. No. Soraya? So... Because she wouldn't be allowed to wrestle in the WWE. No, they're not. They you don't think her. Hunter would let her wrestle? No. No, no they wouldn't clear her. I don't think Daniel Bryan will ever come back either. Oh, we all know Daniel Bryan's not coming no, back. But, but, uh, Bryan's on the end of his contract, like the end of his career. Career. This is his last. I think this is going to be his last year of full time wrestling. Same with Edge. Yeah, and yeah. I think Edge's Edge's in AEW, so this way he could have one last blow off with Christian, and then also have dream matches that he would want. Whether yeah. it's Kazuchika Okada, whether it's a Brian Danielson, whether it's a Moxley, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I just think that we're seeing the last year of Danielson's full-time in-ring career and then i think khan is going to do like almost a legends deal with him which is hey show up here 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 build these small storylines put this guy over stuff like that mm-hmm. i think that's what would work the best for danielson especially considering he is still not 100 percent healthy mm-hmm. like yeah the guy's been he's been in AEW for how long and with two years three two years, years two yeah. or three years and, and with how much has he been hurt and with brie fully retired and like taken all of her like she's not part officially part of the wwe anymore yeah. Brian Danielson's not coming back. Brian Danielson's going to retire. He just needs to hang out the boots and become a just be a dad. That's what he wants be to do. A scout. Yeah. Be a be a coach. Be a, be somebody exactly. Who stories, be a you know backstage know? producer. Exactly. Something. He'd be incredible at it. Well, I know we've been dragging this on. We're already about an hour and a half in. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. So uh, we have so much we could be talking about, but let's just hit the records. Um, hit our predictions. Well, we hit the uh, records already. I didn't go. I didn't finish the field yet. Oh, okay. oh it's okay. You did Jimmy's the main. You did the main for everybody. Yeah. 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 I'm still missing so, a week from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, predictions uh, for Week 14 uh, Thursday Night Football. I think it goes without saying. New England versus Pittsburgh. Um, Dave, I'll type yours in as we go. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Is Mitchell Trubisky starting? Yes. yes. Go Pittsburgh. Go Pitt. Pittsburgh, uh, Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I've got Atlanta. I got Tampa Bay. I have faith in Baker Mayfield over Ritter. <laughs> That's a scary part. Is Desmond Ritter is fucking trash? Yeah. But but they are playing in Atlanta. I do like Atlanta at home on their territory with that defense, Same. especially against yeah. Tampa. Even though Mike Evans is going to go for another 150 fucking yards, mm-hmm. their defense is too inconsistent. Um, LA Rams at Baltimore. Baltimore coming off of a bye. Baltimore. 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 Yeah. As well as Matt Stafford's been playing and LA has been playing. No one's talking about it, but fucking um, Aaron Donald is yeah. having another really good season. Mm-hmm. Just quiet. He's just quiet because it. the fucking Rams are quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. I've got Detroit. Give Dave. me Chicago. Yeah, the first Chicago pick of the year. We're 14 weeks 
I gotta go with Detroit. No offense, Detroit. I've been taking Chicago yeah. this whole fucking year. I was gonna year. say. I don't think I've missed one. Um, Indy at Cincinnati. This um, is a tough game because Cincinnati is still beat up. I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm taking Jake Browning. They're in Cincy. I do like Jake Browning. Um, but man, can you really go against Uncle Rico and Minshew? <laughs> it's really fucking and tough. And JT coming back too? It's a tough it's a, it's I'm a taking Indy. It's I'm a really Indy. tough get. Um, Cincy and Cincy, Indy Minshew magic. You know what? I'm gonna go fucking indie. Fuck it. Um, I'm gonna go Cincy. All right. I'm gonna go Cincy. Fuck it. Jacksonville at Cleveland. <laughs> well, I'll take the fucking L. Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm going. Even though I hate saying it because I'm Dave makes a Cleveland. valid point, I'm taking Cleveland. Give me Mr. Flacco. I'll take Jacksonville. Okay. Who knows? Maybe their defense will. Who is their Who backup quarterback? Does it T.J. Beth. Oh yes, Bethard. Yes. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton 2.0. Who knows? I'm going to take Jacksonville. Um, Carolina at New Orleans. <laughs> Carolina. I got New Orleans. I got Carolina. <laughs> Wait, who's starting? I don't think it... Uh, Jameis. 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 Should start. be Jameis. I'd still, take, I'd still take New Orleans. Carolina is a fucking hot mess. You figure, yeah, you and f- I love hot mess. New Orleans. No offense. <laughs> if they were going to win a game, like if they were going to win one game, it's usually right after you fire your head coach. That's usually yeah. like where everybody's like, all right, we're going to win a game. Look at the fucking Raiders. They mm-hmm. fired the head coach exactly. and won two in a row. Almost won three in a row. And yeah, no. Yeah, they fired Frank Reich and still got blown out. Yes, yeah. correct. Um, Houston at New York Jets. Houston. I'm taking Houston. 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 Uh, Minnesota at Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> we know who Dave's picking. The Raiders. Let's go, Antonio. Give me a fucking Let's win. Let's go. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, Seattle Minnesota. at San Francisco. Josh, Minnesota got exposed by Chicago. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs got he, exposed yep. by Chicago. I will agree with that. And Antonio Pierce is a very defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, He's got that defense playing lights out. And Minnesota couldn't block Montez Sweat. What makes you think they're going to block Max Crosby? That's fair. Ooh. And Crosby likes to get in brains. I'm going to change. I'm, I'm going Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> You've convinced me. See? That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> to change minds. Um, Seattle at San Fran. I'm assuming San everyone's Fran. San Francisco. San Fran. uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. I am on the edge right now. I don't know whether to go Buffalo or I'm gonna KC. Put I, down don't think KC. I, I don't think Casey's going to have two bad losses. I put in a down KC. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I put KC down Buffalo. Allen. I'm backing out. I'm taking KC. It's KC, and it's because Josh Allen's going to give the ball away at least twice in this game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's right. He's going to fumble. He's going to throw. Jones is going to hit him, and he's going to fumble, and he's going to at least throw one pick in this game. Josh Allen is. Josh Allen is the second best Josh Allen in the NFL right now. <laughs> he <True>. is. <laughs> uh, Denver at Los Angeles Chargers. Give me Denver. 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 Give me Denver. Denver. They need a bounce back game. Exactly. Uh, Philadelphia at Dallas in Jerry World. Dallas. Philly. I'm taking I'm Dallas. I'm taking Philly. I don't blame you for the Dallas pick at all. I, I just, my, my big thing is right now, Dallas is going to be coming off of the high of Philly losing. Mm-hmm. Like, that and I know I've been sending the memes. Mike to has you already guys been chatting shit. Like um, of, what memes, Dave? I haven't been getting any memes. Yeah, of course not. Um, <laughs> Thanks. No, I've been sending them to the group. The wrong group. No, no fucking way. She's been. He's been sending them to the yeah, right one. Double doing network. On Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the Instagram uh, group. Yeah, I've been doing it. She's like, oh. Yeah, come on. Calling him out for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up my okay, spot. I haven't been able to do it for 14 weeks. Sunday night football, Tennessee at Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. is going to run over Tennessee in this yep. game. Um, and then Green Bay at New York Give Giants. Me the G-men. Give Green me Bay, the Pack. Give me the G-men. I am not fucking taking an NFC North 
team that isn't Chicago or Detroit. Are you taking the Giants? Yes. G-Man. Give me the G-Man. Oh. Like Green Bay. G-Man. I'm going Green Bay because I believe in love. He was, he was, <laughs> you I believe love will conquer all <laughs> until he throws four picks. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, Damn Kale McCarr's out. Who? Kale you know McCarr what? was day-to-day. Day, I'm he's taking out. DeVito. DeVito. That's who I'm taking. All right. Fucking Tom, New Jersey. Tommy New Cutlets. Joy-Z. Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, this has been honestly a Double Doink Network production. Uh, of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social medias at Double Doink Network. Hit us up. With the Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> yeah. Hit us with all the Tommy Cutlet hands. He's Give me all the. rocking his three chains. <laughs> with his, with with his, his black shirt. <laughs> um. Again, welcome back, Dave. It has been a long time coming without you, um, but we're we're happy to have you back. Hey, Kayla, it's been a long time coming. I wasn't going to point it out, but we can rely um, on you. <laughs> of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up, let us know. Uh, this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Michaela. I've been Meredith. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks, Doinks out. out. Doinks out. <laughs>